Welcome to Practical Wisdom. I'm your host, Nikki Kleppel, and today we're going to do a special edition solo cast of Back to School and Starting a New School. I've been teaching how to win friends and influence people and leadership principles on how to be more likable and charismatic, and I've luckily been able to also live these principles as a mom. Well, my son just is starting high school, and I've been able to distill some of those success stories that I've heard from my clients and um, apply them to what it's like to be a 14-year-old starting a new school, and just wanted to share with the, the other parents out there who may be wanting to give their kids a pep talk on starting a new school or going off to college. So here are five top tips on transitioning at a new school and making friends. So first of all is to smile. Essentially, it's like telling people, um, I'm open for business. And it just is like, I'm likable, I'm safe to talk to, you make eye contact with them, and they're more likely to either approach you or welcome you in. Second is to remember names. And you know, this doesn't really come easily. My son has been living with a mom who's been preaching remember names for his whole life I asked him hey you know who what friends did you make and he could tell me all the different stories he heard but didn't remember any of their names and so I was like well you know one little trick is to come up with a name association kind of like a charades in your head to to remember and I said you know what do you think you would do for your own name his name's Andrew Kloppel and he said well I guess it kind of sounds like and he drew a couple so like in his mind kind of picturing you know somebody drawing a couple of people and I said awesome great so try that and I you know the analogy I gave him is kind of like Instagram that when someone follows you you're more likely to follow them and I think it's kind of similar with names if you remember somebody's name they're more likely to remember yours or think you're worth remembering as well the third thing is to not talk badly about other people and I get it it's fun to make fun of people and that's kind of what people you know kids and teenagers do uh, but one thing you know I reminded him is you know people are probably gonna be thinking you know for example there's kids from his middle school that went to his high school you know that it might be easy to like make fun of your old friends or something if someone's not as cool or whatever and I said probably your new friends are gonna think hey if he's talking badly about them with me What's to stop him from talking badly about me when he's with them? Another thing is just being interested in other people. It's really easy for everybody to kind of be self-centered and it's all about me and let me tell you about what I did this summer and let me tell you about what sports I play or my achievements or whatever is to just be genuinely interested and ask other people about them and let them talk and let them feel important and special. And one of my favorite stories from one of my clients is she came into class and said, Nikki, I have the, the funniest story. My son's really been struggling and, you know, feeling badly that he's not, you know, he's getting chosen last at recess for soccer. And he came in on Monday, you know, after school and said, mom, you won't believe it. I got picked on the second round today. And she said, well, you know, what do you think? What happened? You know, did they find out that you're, you've been playing soccer? 
soccer in you know, all your whole life? And he said, no, no, that wasn't it. But um, I said to the kid, who's the kind of coolest, most, most athletic one, Hey, how'd you learn to play soccer? And found out he played select soccer. And then he picked me on the second round. And his mom said, well, how'd you learn to do that? You know, what made you think that? And he said, well, remember when we were driving up to go skiing this weekend, you were listening to some book, like How to Win Friends and Influence People. And there was a story about complimenting people and making them feel important. And I thought, well, if it works for grownups, it probably works for kids as well. And it does. So it works to just shine the light on someone else and they'll think well of you better than if you tried to make yourself look cool. Another tip is to reframe the drama and the stories that we have in our head. Even as much as I know this and I live this and I teach this, I had a interesting, you know, eye-opening experience happen to me earlier this summer. I was camping with my brother and our families and his kids and mine are starting middle school and high school and new schools. And so they were asking, hey, tell us stories from, uh, you know, your guys' high school and from your guys' childhood because we're together. And I said, sure. I said, I had the worst first day of freshman year. And I went on to explain how um, last period they had an assembly and we're outside and there's this tradition at my high school that you, it's kind of like musical chairs, but you, there's a kiddie pool. And when the music stops, if you're standing in the kiddie pool, they dump a bucket of water on you. And I got the water dumped on me. I was so embarrassed. My makeup ran. My hair got wet and frizzy. I was so ugly and embarrassed. I hated it. I had the worst first day. My brother said, Nikki, what are you talking about? That is not at all what happened. And he went on to tell the kids his side of the story, which was he had remembered he's two years older when he went to you know, his first day, he was invisible. Nobody noticed him and nobody dumped the bucket of water. So he resolved when I got there that he would set me up to be popular and be cool and be noticed because he dumped the water on me. And he even went on to say, that's the reason I got voted homecoming princess and was popular uh, my freshman year. And I just had this realization, first of all, that People do things for different reasons than we think they do. And the drama I had of thinking it was the worst day and embarrassed and made fun of in my brother's mind was his way of helping me look cool. So when we can reframe the own drama in our head and help our kids to, you know, see things in a different way and not make assumptions and maybe assume good intent in other people, it'll help that transition. And last is just sharing these childhood stories with our kids is so helpful to be able to show resilience and, you know, just this element of this two shall pass. Uh, I, my son was kind of complaining, you know, he'd wished he's taller and had more of a growth spurt and he's kind of young for his class. And, you know, my first thought as a mom is, hey, it's no big deal. And hey, your dad's tall, you'll be tall, don't worry. And it's, you know, and kind of dismiss it. And instead, I said, 
I get it. That sucks. And I'm sorry. I was a late bloomer too. And I remember the first week of my freshman year, this kid in class, you know, in front of everyone said, Nikki is like a pirate's dream. She's got a sunken chest. And I was mortified. And you know what? I survived. I sure, I still remember it all these years later because it was embarrassing. But you know what? When we can really be relatable and, um, and show that it is hard work and, and it's hard to fit in and it's hard to say, Hey, can I please join you? Or can I sit with you at lunch? Um, and it acknowledge that, um, it isn't easy to start a new school or to be 14 and want people to like you. Uh, they're going to trust us more and we're going to hopefully make things easier for, for them to adjust. So thanks for, uh, please share this with your kids, share it with your mentees, uh, maybe some other friends if you don't have kids, but you know that some of your friends or colleagues have kids that this could be helpful for them. Thanks for passing it along and check out my LinkedIn page where I also have videos to help you as well. Thanks so much.